Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. Hello and welcome. Ann Harder with you with Central Texas Life, the podcast. And today we're going to talk about some really special nonprofits. They are the charity champions this year, as named by TFNB, your bank for life. I have with me the CEO and chairman of TFNB, David Littlewood. And this kind of was your creation, this whole charity champion. I can't take full credit, but it was something that was born out of a real passion to do something unique and different at a time that we had a lot to celebrate. Had a big milestone back about eight years ago. Our bank was founded and originally chartered in 1889. And so we celebrated 125 years under the one under the same charter consecutive years in business uh in central texas and that's that was remarkable a, when you well, consider thank you. how we're, banks we're very honored hands. obviously yeah uh, none of us were there in the beginning well, but we right. appreciate all of those who came before us that have uh, sustained it through a lot of different eras uh, you know depressions wars all sorts of historical things that you know many businesses didn't necessarily uh, survive so at that 125 uh, anniversary. We we celebrated uh, our community. We we uh, appreciated all the aspects of the bank and its existence, but we really wanted to do something that would be impactful and and uh, moving forward, make a difference for the community that had been so good for us and so many others prior for for such a long time. And so, that's how Charity Champions was born eight years ago. Um, and this is entering into the eighth season. We choose uh, usually six nonprofits each season. Uh, if it's based typically loosely based on how many home football games Baylor plays. Okay, because you're very very tied with we Baylor have athletics. we have a wonderful partnership uh-huh. with Baylor. Uh, the, the Baylor University as a whole and athletic department has been extremely supportive as uh, have many others like yourself and so many people uh, that are in the media have come alongside of us and partnered to help uh, do what the mission is for Charity Champions. And uh, I guess to speak to that mission, really what we wanted to do, uh, we, we had a celebration, we had a party and that sort of thing. But what we really wanted to do uh, was figure out a way to do something that could be impactful to our community as a whole, 
touch many different facets of the community and address a lot of needs because, as you well know, uh, McLennan County, Central Texas, there's so many wonderful benefits to living here, but there's a lot of poverty. There's a lot of needs, and we want to be uh, good citizens and do all we can to help that. Uh, And in order to do that, most businesses that are part of our community uh, do many, many things, volunteer, mm-hmm. monetarily, uh, all these other things to help nonprofits. And we felt like we could count ourselves among that group at that time and always had. But we really wanted to figure out something to do in addition to that that would be a little different. And so the theme of Charity Champions is really uh, to lift up and help those who help others. And, and so as much as we want to help the nonprofits uh, do their work to garner the, the, um, the, the funds that they need and all of the, the uh, things that they require to keep their doors open and to, to do the monetary piece of that, we really wanted to recognize uh, the employees, the, you know, the executive director, all the way down to the part-time employees that, and then the volunteers and the boards and the whole collective effort of all of those who comprise each nonprofit that do such great work in our community. And so Charity Champions was born uh, to do all we could to, to further the cause itself. But more importantly, I think the mission is to lift up those who devote their time, resources, and really their lives to those causes. Because a lot of those folks uh, get all the gratification they need from doing the work that they want to do. And yeah, that they don't called, do it for the recognition. That they're called to do. To walk out on the football But field. at the same time, uh, there is a bit of a shortfall in really recognizing uh, how much effort and time and work and blood, sweat and tears yeah. goes into the people that give their life and have passion for helping others. And so, you've seen this over the years, over the past eight years, with all these multiple agencies and and the folks that are and people that are involved in several of them. When we uh, had the had the opportunity to have the announcement right, this year, right. Um, there were there's somebody on the Waco Symphony boards, also on one of the other boards. I mean, <laughs> doing double duty, some it's, of them triple duty, because people that are passionate about the community, and uh, you know they they just give and give and give, and you've seen that firsthand. And absolutely, and to create awareness, I think there's a lot of people. Uh, who want to give and give and give, but don't necessarily know how to engage or well, what it would take. Well, and that's why this is important. That awareness factor because is you're, very you're important. Because you're bringing, bringing that forward. Um, yes, I. let's talk a little bit about, well, let's just talk about this year's okay. <laughs> recipients. And I've kind of alluded to me being involved as president of the Waco Symphony Association Board. Um, we were named this year. Yes, you we're were. So, we're, yes, you were. We're so excited. It's our 60th year. Uh, for the Waco Symphony and you know of course through COVID had a whole season that was lost right. and there are local symphonies that went under yes it was so we're just very devastating thrilled, so many thrilled 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 that that was not the case for the Waco Symphony Orchestra but um, it's it's you know every year for a nonprofit. It's Making a challenge. Budget it, and it's all those a kind new of challenge things. every year. So that's why we're so excited that that the story of the Waco Symphony will be told on the broader stage. Well, it's our pleasure will, to do that, the, and I'm, I know athletics. that's a passion yeah. of yours and many. Yeah. And uh, we, again, in our business, 
we do support the arts. We support so much of, sure. of what all of these nonprofits do that goes into making our community better. And so as a business, we've done all we can to some of us serve on those boards. And mm -hmm. we, we try to fund uh, whatever we can that's reasonable. Uh, but again, when we set out to do this, uh, we plan to continue writing checks and doing the things we can to support them as a business. But we wanted to do something corporate-wide and community-wide that was totally different than that traditional type of support. And I think eight years in now, we've met that metric. We continue to try to get better, press in every single season. Uh, a little bit about what that involves. As you alluded, we name uh, the next season's charity champions typically to coincide with uh, midsummer. And just in time to create a lot of buzz and excitement about Baylor football. Mm -hmm. And, and, they and each one of these nonprofits yeah. every year uh, is, is selected to participate in one of the home football games. Right. And it is kind of their, their game. And so uh, through a lot of generosity and, and intellect and support, uh, we've got media folks who interview them, who promote them, who partner with us on that. Again, Baylor's been tremendous. And so they get a lot of attention leading up to the football mm -hmm. game that is their game to be showcased, uh, media and everything else. And then on football day, uh, John Morris graciously does a, a, a live broadcast that showcases what they do, yes, what right. their needs the are, all of those mm -hmm. sorts of things. Show, yeah. And then early in the game, yeah. when when we have people typically early in the game, you've got more people in seats than any other time. So again, <laughs> yeah, right. it's details, the devil's in the details. They've been good enough to allow us to recognize these nonprofits at each game when it's mm -hmm. their turn early in the game. Early so in the game. That's very cool. early in the game, they are recognized on the field. Uh, there's a, a video produced that's shown on the big board that talks about what they do, why they do it. And then typically we will encourage them to ask for a very, a big need, something that is mm -hmm. almost unattainable yeah. or that would be uh, a process to try to raise funds or get the, the word out. And so put that out there. And it's been really cool to see how many of those big needs have been addressed over the course of these eight years just from the hype that we've been able to create in that one arena. And so that's the fall. That's the football game. That's Baylor's uh, part of Baylor's partnership. And then we move into the end of the year. Football season uh, winds down and then we have basketball, of oh, course. Yeah. And so we do the same thing on the court with uh, each each nonprofit gets similar mm -hmm. recognition during the basketball now, season on the game, court. Women's game or both? Both, okay. both oh, actually both, both. Yeah. yes. Yeah. So, so there's a lot That's more great. recognition coming there. And then um, during all of that time, we produce uh, our marketing team along with 360. Chip Wilson, CEO mm -hmm. of 360 Solutions, has been our partner since day one. He serves on our board and we're very equally yoked in our, in our drive to serve in this way. Uh, so he actually helps produce um, a lot of marketing pieces as we help do that as well. And those are promoted uh, through some graciousness from our media outlets. But then we also fund quite a bit of the promotion for these nonprofits during their year to be showcased as charity champions. And then in January, we have a program that is uh, Chip Wilson's uh business is uh, corporate leadership, team building, uh, 
bonding, all these sorts of things that corporate entities will hire him to do yeah. to help uh, continuous improvement, uh, achieve you know best practice, excellence, all that, and and it's not inexpensive, and oh, and, no. and and he is for profit typically, and sure. most of the businesses that hire him are for profit. Mm -hmm. But the interesting piece about this is that all of these nonprofits are businesses; they all run a business. They all have a corporate entity to manage, mm -hmm. and they have very limited resources. And as you well know, they're scrutinized on where those resources go. Oh, yeah. So the idea of hiring a corporate entity to do the type of work that CHIP does is typically not within the realm of their no. budget. So very graciously, CHIP donates his time for five months from January to May, half a day. Uh, the six nonprofits are all invited, their board, their management team, the volunteers are invited to the room that will accommodate them right now. Mm -hmm. It's been at Ridgewood Country Club, but it may end up having to be relocated to the convention center oh, because bigger, yeah. we're outgrowing that facility. Because it's not just it, this year's. It's once a charity champion, always a charity that is champion. Amazing. And so and now, what a, what a wonderful asset that is to we've had we've to had new many board members. And absolutely, all that kind of thing, we've right? had many nonprofits uh, that were charity champions first, second, third, fourth year mm -hmm. uh, come back every year yeah. and they bring more and so that's a component that i think uh lives beyond just the year that you're showcased right. and again oh. the once a sh we encourage uh all of the nonprofits that have been named charity champions to come back to us uh, we engage with them we stay in touch and if they have a need we help promote it if they've got a transition that is going on we help them try to navigate through things i think as you alluded the pandemic's a great example uh, it was in many ways a year lost, and we recognize that. And, and so the, the six nonprofits that were chosen, and I think we actually had seven that year, the seven nonprofits we had prior to the group this year, uh, because that first year was such a lost year, uh, we just re-upped them. Oh, for that's last good. year. That's good. So we so we did I mean, we did everything we could during uh -huh, the pandemic, good. which was quite a bit. Yeah. And then they had a normal year last year. Uh, so they didn't miss out mm -hmm, because otherwise good. we just felt like they would have been shortchanged yeah. and wanted to be sure that didn't happen. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. it's a passion. It's exciting for us. And we love uh, this time of year. Well, I, I love that the designation is not just for one year. I interviewed Lydia Tate with Christian Women's Job Corps. Sure. And I think she said 2013, maybe yep. they were named and they they use the resources that you right. provide for them. And yes. I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I didn't realize how, until we started this, I've lived here my whole life, knew how much need there was, served on boards, and, and was well aware of how many, a lot of nonprofits existed, but I had no idea how many. And <laughs> and doing six a year, it was we were kind of like in the beginning, well, you know, we sure, run out? it couldn't be more than 50 or 60 <laughs> nonprofits in McLennan County. Well, no, there's a whole there's lot a more lot. than that. And we're in no danger <laughs> of running out anytime soon. So I, this is something that is is growing. Uh, we encourage others to step out and figure out a way. You know, we're not proprietary to the extent that we would be upset if somebody else stepped out and wanted to do something similar. I mean, we're all here right. to help this community. And and so... Um, but you really have a pretty strong brand well thank you thank you with this which is which is remarkable uh and, and tfnb your bank for life is just seems like you're you're 
everywhere. I mean, really doing a lot in the community. Well, we're very pleased to be a part of this community. Mm-hmm. Waco is vibrant. It's I've lived here my whole life, as have you, I believe, most of your life. Oh, yeah. And uh, we've seen Waco, and uh, I can speak for myself. I love Waco. I've chosen to be here. Uh, it's no, there's, it's, there's nowhere like it. And yeah. so to see Waco uh, grow in ways and evolve and become a community that uh, has kind of outgrown what uh, I saw Waco as being as a child growing up and even as a young person in business, I see Waco in so many positive ways becoming what Waco has always had the potential to be. Yes. And so consequently, doing what we can to be a part of that, the revitalization of downtown and yeah. and uh, the the other thing remarkable. that we're so yeah. passionate and excited about right now is we opened our fifth location in East Waco on Elm Street mm-hmm. uh, over a little over about a year and a half ago. And uh, we are so excited about that. It's yeah. been extremely well received. Uh, that area of town is uh, growing in a very healthy pace. And there had been no bank. Uh, we've done some research. And I, from what I can tell, it's been at least 70 to 100 years since there's been a bank on the east side of the river, with the exception of America American Bank right. on, on the highway. But exactly. But but as far as there being a community bank in East Waco proper, mm-hmm. uh, that's that uh, demographic, that community has been very much underserved. Yeah. And so we're really excited to provide that um, opportunity, what only a community bank can bring uh, to that community. Well, we want to talk more about the other charity champions for this year. We want to take a break right now, and uh, we'll come back more with David Littlewood after this. Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine Wine and vinyl. vinyl. So check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. (laughs) Welcome to One Star Rewind a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners who will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story.
And we are back with David Littlewood, who is the chairman and CEO of TFNB, your bank for life, talking about charity champions, the six nonprofits who get the real wonderful benefit of exposure at Baylor Athletics and just the the wonderful branding that you've done of charity champions to be considered one is quite an honor. And uh, through social media and all the other opportunities, we through the Waco Symphony being named this year have already had because of the picture we got made when Coach Aranda was there. It was just, it was quite a celebration. It was a lot of fun. Saw a lot of other friends from some other local agencies. So let's talk about them. Now, I know you and I both have a, a love for Council for Life. Absolutely. And they're ones that are Council named for Life, this as year. you alluded to, Symphony, uh, lots of passion there. Council for Life is an organization that uh, is fairly new to our community. It's in, existed in Dallas for a very long time, but their, uh, their first venture outside of the Dallas area is to Central Texas. And uh, their, their mission is primarily focused on uh, creating awareness and supporting uh, those that find themselves in need, uh, young mothers uh, who find themselves expecting and need support, need resources, need prayer. And so their mission really is solely to uh, assist all of the organizations and efforts that exist for um the sanctity of life in regard to... Yeah, and there are quite a number of them. Yes, there are. Um, and so it's what's great is that they just raise money that's, then that help... That's right, yes. That help those and, other uh, groups that are kind of the boots on the ground. Exactly, exactly. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful organization. We're so, very pleased yeah, that very, they're part very of the Yeah, very life-affirming, shall Absolutely, we say. Absolutely, yes. Um, also, there's Reach. Reach Therapeutic. Reach which, Therapeutic. I had them on the show. Yes, the yes. Central and Texas Great organization. Show. Yeah, they're great. Uh, that's one of the most interesting things about this is we we continue to uh, receive nominations all the time and and it's a very difficult process yes. to choose to narrow it down to just six or seven each year and so reach has been nominated many many times sure as many others have and so yeah. it was very gratifying to see them be chosen this year yeah and yeah it's and <clears throat> what it they provide they provide uh, horseback therapeutic riding, basic service, horseback. It, it, which mm-hmm. is very therapeutic yeah. for children, who, especially special needs, mm-hmm. uh, children who are on the spectrum, folk, you know, folks that uh, there's something about that process and that mm-hmm. relationship that really reaches folks, i.e. the name Reach uh-huh. Therapeutics. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a special way to reach a lot of people who uh, have some challenges as far as communication and um, mm-hmm. certain certain challenges stress. exactly. I mean, all yes. those kinds those kinds of right. issues. Yep. Uh, that just a half hour on horseback yeah. makes all the difference. Just yeah. transports them yep. literally. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. And then we've got Heart of Texas Homeless Coalition, mm-hmm. which is a great organization. They um, are are really doing great boots on the ground work in helping people achieve uh, home ownership first time yeah and it's, it's certainly gotten more difficult because has, there's a, a, a lack of inventory yep and then in the price range where you know pe- people can buy because the cost of real estate has just gone crazy that's exactly right and then um we also have the um, community cancer association yes which has that's been around right. a very long time um and it's another organization that I think uh, due to their cause and due to just 
the name having cancer in the name um, has done tremendous work. It's a very home-based community, local organization uh, that does a ton of work right here at home and Just very, very deserving. Just helping get people to Absolutely. doctor's it, appointments. They, I mean, real practical Their primary focus help. is, is yeah. basic needs that a lot of people don't think about mm-hmm. when it comes uh, to providing things that are, are necessities as it yeah. relates to to experiencing cancer and treating cancer, so yeah, we're really excited about that. Yeah, Community Cancer Association is yeah they're they're doing they're doing they they're not you know the American Cancer Society right, that's right. doing all the research and all that kind of stuff, but it is truly hyper local. Absolutely, the money stays yep. stays local and, and grassroots. Grassroots, grassroots is new to our community, relatively new, and uh, when we when we uh, submitted it to our team, evidently it sparked a whole lot of interest because. Uh, it was one of the the top recipients of our votes. Really, uh, it yeah. was, and and I think the reason is that it is a nonprofit that exists for the sole purpose of helping other nonprofits achieve what they do. Uh, provides resources, educational development, and those sorts of things. Uh, they primarily focus on things like financial literacy. Um, basic basic things that folks need to figure out a way to navigate uh, beyond uh, what might be in their wheelhouse normally. Yeah, there's a lot of help available for yes, folks to do that, but exactly. accessing it, and that's my understanding that they they just help folks. They, they do. They're a resource for nonprofits that are yeah. already doing a lot of work. And instead of being a go-to nonprofit for one item, if you've got a nonprofit that is doing, you know, X, X, and X, but they want to include something that may not be in the scope of what they normally do, mm-hmm. or they may not have the resources, grassroots will come in and partner with them and help elevate what they're doing and make it a broader scope that encompasses things that could be helpful for what they do every day. Well, it is a remarkable list. Thank you. Of folks we agree. This We're year, very proud and it's got to be list. hard. <laughs> It is very it's difficult. It's going to be hard I, every just, year. To... The process, I'll speak to you briefly, if if that's okay. Please, yeah. Uh, right. we, How can folks nominate somebody? You can go to charitychampions.org. That's uh, our separate website specifically for Charity Champions. And, and you anyone can nominate. It's a very straightforward, very simple process. And you can nominate as many times as you want. So if you've nom- nominated somebody in the past and they didn't receive it, yeah, keep- uh, if we do keep all nominations, Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're not going, no one's going to be chosen by nominating more times than another, but by all means, keep them coming in. Mm-hmm. We, we uh, don't discourage that at all. In fact, we encourage it. And so each year, the um, nominations, along with the bio information on what they do, is provided to our staff. And our staff, uh, we've got about 110 employees now. Our staff uh, reviews those and votes. Yeah. And uh, and so, so we choose. It is very TFNB much thing. organic TFNB. It is. Yeah. Uh, it is. That's and great. so culturally, uh, that creates a tremendous amount of buy-in from our team mm-hmm. at TFNB. Uh, we are very very passionate about our whole uh, employee team yeah. uh, understanding charity champions and within the realm of of what they can do. Uh, time and, and effort and monetarily, uh, they they really pitch in, and and make it a make a big difference uh, uh, volunteer wise support in every way so uh, it's been a fun thing to collaborate with that is within the workplace 
but it's totally separate from the day-to-day work. And it's a way to collaborate and, and uh, build camaraderie because you're doing something together that helps others. Mm-hmm. Well, you're doing a wonderful thing in the community Thank and you. have been for many, many years. Thank you. Uh, of course, providing services as a bank, obviously, but also uh, to really highlight local organizations and folks that have been so passionate about making things better yep. for folks yep. in uh, Central Texas. Well, I like to end these visits with a little questionnaire, okay. similar to the one that the great James Lipton used to do for Inside the Actors Studio. This kind of reminds Love me it. of that set a little bit. Okay. Um, what is your favorite word? My favorite word. Oh, you didn't tell me we were going to do this. I know, it's a surprise. um, As tried as it is, I'm going to say my favorite word is love. Sounds good to me. That's what pops in first. Okay. Um, Then what is your least favorite word? Um, I would have to say um, disagreement. Yeah. Okay. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? I am a people person. I love to get to know people. I love to get their know, to know their stories. Um, I am very driven by trying to learn what people's stories are, where they come from, what their sounds like me, <laughs> what, what their needs are, yeah. uh, and how you know we whether it's me personally in my personal life or whether it's business, you know, what, what is your, what is your goal? What are your desires? What can we do? What can I do uh, to help you uh, within the realm of what I'm able to do? Mm -hmm. Um, We are very much in tune to that in community banking. That's, I think the main reason I was drawn to this uh, as far as a living, uh, as far as a, a, a career uh, you really do get to know people's stories and understand and and walk along with them and help them in in many ways that uh, become very um, intimate and and passion you know comes with that people uh, have to tell you kind of where they're coming from and what their vision is and that's personal mm-hmm. and so you really do get to know people on a personal level and I. Uh, I was born a people person. I really care deeply about others. Yeah. Then what turns you off creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Well, again, trite. I think insincerity. Mm-hmm. I think, um, and, and again, not to say that it's uh, anything that is necessarily negative about any particular individuals, but I think one of the things that turns me off the most is, is idle chit-chat, uh, the, um, you know, one of the basic things we talk about in, in some of the groups that I'm involved in is just really trying to figure out how to get to the core of the people that you care about and that you interact with regularly so that you're not being superficial. You don't mm-hmm. want to be intrusive. There's a line for right. sure. But this idea, especially in light of what has been going on recently in our society in so many forums, whether it's pandemic or others, uh, just the idea that everybody's going along their hurried way and you see people you know, you smile, and, and I think most people care, but you're really, you're checking the box and moving on. And, and again, we they, they sense that right away. Exactly. Yeah. So I think uh, a lack of sincerity mm-hmm. or just being superficial yeah. um, turns me off. Yeah. yeah. What is your favorite sound? 
Oh, my favorite sound is the beach, the waves oh, at the yeah. beach. I hear that from a lot of people. I don't get that as often as I'd like, <laughs> no. but that is my favorite sound, the quiet of the ocean. Okay, what about your least favorite? Oh, <laughs> my least favorite sound is the backup noise of a commercial vehicle. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, we Really? But it's sort of warning you of danger, danger. It's but not it's warning a, me if I'm in a hotel room <laughs> being comfortable and it's right outside my window. It, it's everywhere all the time. And, yeah, and, and I try yeah, not to notice it. I try not to notice it, just, but yeah. that is probably that, my least that's favorite That's the first sound. that I've heard that one. What other profession would you like to have tried? Would I like to have tried? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I you come want to be a fireman a, when you were little? <laughs> I come from a long, very long line of physicians uh, in my family on my maternal side. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, this generation is really the first uh, where that's not been the case. Okay. And so I would have probably liked to have been a psychologist, psychiatrist type. Uh, I, I again, I really enjoy yeah. knowing people. Yeah. And I think uh, helping people in that arena yeah. would have been very interesting. I can see that. I can see that. Well, what do you know you would not want to do? I know I wouldn't want to be serving in a political office <laughs> as an elected official in the arena that exists right Today. now for those folks. Um, but yeah. I admire those who do it and do it earnestly and are not part of the machine that is so corrupt yeah. is a part of, of what is involved there these days. Yeah. Finally, what do you want to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Well, I think we all want to say, well done, good and faithful servant. I don't know that I'll earn that. Um, that's my, always my goal. But, um, you know, I, I think uh, that what I expect and hope is that God will welcome me into the kingdom as someone who, like everyone else here, has fallen short. But based on uh, my belief in Jesus Christ and the fact that he uh, paid a price for the fact that I fall so short, um, God will welcome me into his kingdom when that time comes. That's my hope. Well, from what I can see, you're doing things very well. Well, thank you, <laughs> And Anne. helping a lot of people. Thank you so David, much. thank you so much. Appreciate that. For being that. with us. David Littlewood, of course, with TFNB, your Bank for Life and the Charity Champions Program. So uh, stay tuned for the fall football season. Looking forward to yeah, it. It's I here. Too. It's right around it's the corner. It's going to be fun. Thank you for being with us. Join us again next time. Central Texas Life with Ann Harder is part of the Rogue Media family. Be sure to check out our other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate this show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Life with Ann Harder.